It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am your host, Tony Serino, and this is your Daily Dose of all things Steelers. It was media day for Art Rooney yesterday, the owner of the Steelers, talking to the local media. He also went and talked to Steelers.com. I got the transcript of what he talked about with the, the local media. I also have audio clips from his appearance on Steelers.com. We're going to talk about all of that today. He, he Look, he went over the AB situation and where that stands at this point. Also talked about, you know, where they where they are as far as potentially trading Antonio Brown. Have they fielded offers? Do they know what kind of compensation they can expect? What about the future of Le'Veon Bell, the, the other killer bee who's got a tenuous future at best in Pittsburgh after not showing up for the 2018 season? Could he be in their plans for the 2019 season. We have uh, we have some stuff from Rooney on that as well. He also talked about Mike Tomlin, you know, a potential contract extension for Mike Tomlin and whether or not the Steelers are, are going to do that this offseason. He also talked about, you know, his thoughts on the 2018 season as a whole and what did Art Rooney feel like were the biggest problems with the, with the Steelers in 2018. We'll talk about all of that today. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Tony Serino. You can find more of this podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get your daily dose. You can follow me on Twitter, at Steeler Country. You can find us on Facebook. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that like button. Make sure you also join the Facebook group. And you can also find us on Instagram, at Locked On Steelers. And so let's get right to those comments from Art Rooney. He did two different media sessions. One in which he kind of talked to the local media, uh, the different writers there. That was not, there's no audio from that, but I do have a transcript of it. Uh, thanks to Mark Caboli of The Athletic. He did a great job of, of transcribing the entire session there. So we have some, we have, I, have, I have some of that that I'll read for you. And then I also have clips from the interview that he did on Steelers.com. But let's start with what I think made the most headlines from what Art Rooney said yesterday, and that was his comments about Mike Tomlin and Mike Tomlin's future on the team or the contract extension, the potential contract extension that Mike Tomlin could get this offseason. Mike Tomlin has two years left on his deal. That has traditionally been when the Steelers do new deals for their head coaches. Right? When there's two years left, that's when they start talking contract extension. And so Art Rooney was asked about that. Are you going to give an extension? Do you have, a, do you have plans to give a new deal to Tomlin and and the the quote that got that got the most buzz out of his answer was we'll cross that bridge when we come to it which doesn't sound great for Mike Tomlin right uh you know it, it doesn't sound like that yes oh yeah we're definitely going to be talking to Mike this offseason about about a new deal and you can understand why right look th- this team 13 and 3 2 years ago but a very disappointing bitter end to that year with an embarrassing loss to the Jaguars in the playoffs and then you know to make things worse the very next year this team goes from 7-2-1 to 9-6-1 and out of the playoff race altogether. And so is that the time when you want to be giving a new deal to Mike Tomlin? Probably not. In fact, I think there's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of you listeners out there, who would rather not see Mike Tomlin as the head coach at all. Forget about any sort of contract extension. So you can understand where Rooney's coming from. Now, I don't want to say that that quote was taken out of context, though, because you know it's a very short answer. But the full answer that Art Rooney gave when asked, do you have plans to do a new deal with Tomlin, was those are the things we get to sort of later in the offseason. So we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 
So, you know, it's a little different when you hear him, when you hear the full context of the quote. Now, he's still not saying yes, right? He's still not saying, oh, absolutely, we're going to do a new deal for Mike Tomlin. In fact, he is very noncommittal about it. And as I said, he probably should be. I don't know that Mike Tomlin at this point deserves an extension. Does he deserve to play out the, the, the last two years of his deal? Of course. But does he deserve an extension? I think that's where we can all say, ah, you know, let's see, let's see what happens here, especially, you know, with, with how this offseason is very likely to play out with Antonio Brown, uh, you know, with, with you know, the, the, the fact that, that Mike Tomlin has elected to keep Keith Butler as his defensive coordinator and the, the progress or lack thereof defensively. Yeah, I think, I think talk of a, a contract extension may be premature, but he doesn't rule it out there, right? He's saying those are the things we get to later in the offseason. So, you know, a reading of that answer could be, look, right now we're going to be dealing with the AB situation. They're going to be dealing with the Le'Veon situation. Ben Roethlisberger's got a contract extension. Those are the things that they're dealing with early in the offseason, kind of before the league year starts. Then we can start talking about Tomlin's extension as we get into June and July, which is very likely when, if they were going to do a Tomlin extension, that's when it would get done. That That is a reading of that answer, although uh, you can also read it the way that a lot of publications have published it, which is to say Rooney is very noncommittal when it comes to the future of Mike Tomlin or a contract extension for Mike Tomlin. Now, as I said, there's a lot of things that the Steelers are dealing with today. Of course, the biggest one being the Antonio Brown situation. Uh, here's what Art Rooney had to say when asked about AB. Yeah, well, it's disappointing that, uh, you know, haven't had any contact with Antonio and, and uh, you know, would have liked to have been able to talk with him and understand a little better from his perspective what went on there the last week of the season. And, and uh, so now, you know, we've just got to evaluate things based on kind of what we know and, and uh, you know, all the options are on the table. Uh, really not much we can or will do for a couple months now until the, the new league year starts. So, uh you know, we'll just evaluate things and, uh, and uh, you know, keep our options open. Now, if you were reading AB's Twitter account yesterday, you know there is uh, things are not going well between Antonio Brown and the Pittsburgh Steelers, or at least not Antonio Brown and other analysts, Bruce Arians, uh, you know, Emmanuel Sanders. You know, AB got into it yesterday with both Emmanuel Sanders and Bruce Arians, although Bruce Arians didn't really comment back. A- a- Emmanuel Sanders did. Uh, but AB not doing a great job of, of uh, you know, Winning, winning back over the fans as he's kind of gone public a little bit with his side of it, and really, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily anything that happened during the year, but just, you know, why, you know, why are you Emmanuel Sanders talking to me? I, he, he retweeted someone who made mention of, you know, this is like a, a king talking to a peasant, AB to, to Emmanuel Sanders. Um, not a great place for Antonio Brown to be right now, and it doesn't sound like. Look, if we are now. Midway through January, this team is two weeks out from the end of the year, and he still has not talked, Antonio Brown still has not talked to anyone in the media. Instead, he's talked to James Harrison. He's, you know, he's gone done an Instagram Live where he says an interview is coming. If he talks publicly about this before ever talking to Art Rooney about it, that's the end, right? That is the end of Antonio Brown. It all, I mean, we've already reached, let, let's be real here, we've already reached the end of the Antonio Brown situation. There is no coming back from this, but even if there was, it would involve Antonio Brown reaching out to Art Rooney right about now before he ever does this interview that he continues to claim is coming. The only question now is what what can they get for Antonio Brown and when will they trade him? Art Rooney makes mention there of they really can't do anything until the start of the league year. That That is true in that the trade cannot be made official until the start of the league year, which I believe is March 13th or 14th. But they can and they should work out a trade before then. Um, and that's what happened last year with a guy like Alex Smith, right? You can work out a deal and, and you know, kind of have a deal on paper before it is submitted to the league. 
on the opening of the league year. So I expect over the next month and a half, the Steelers should be working on getting that trade done for AB. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Rooney was also asked about some of the coaching changes the Steelers have made this offseason. In fact, he was asked if we can expect even further changes other than Sean Serrett being hired as the new offensive line coach and Terrell Austin being brought in to help with the secondary. Uh, He said there's still some positions to fill. Of course, the running back coach we'll talk about here in a second was just brought in. Uh, But he says you can expect probably more additions, but no more subtractions. I mean, the team that the coaching staff that's in place today is likely going to be the one going forward. So if you were hoping, still holding out hope that maybe Danny Smith or Keith Butler might still lose their job, I think Art Rooney putting an end to that. Uh, Here's what he had to say about the whole situation with Munchak and going over to a guy like Sean Serrett as the new offensive line coach. Yeah, I mean, obviously we we, uh, were disappointed to lose Munch, but uh, certainly understand the the family circumstances uh, and and great that we have somebody like Sean on board ready to step up. Uh, You know, Sean was probably going to get an opportunity sooner or later somewhere, and and so, uh, you know, we're glad it's here. And he's, uh, you know, he's been mentoring at the... With Munch for a number of years now, so uh, I think he's uh, comfortable in the room and knows the guys, and the guys know him, and and so uh, you know we think he'll be able to step up and do the job. Listening to Rooney there, and just given the fact that the Steelers did promote Sarrett so soon after it was announced Munchak was leaving for Denver, you can tell that this organization has a lot of confidence in Sean Sarrett and his ability to take over on that offensive line. That's got to be reassuring, as, as I've said before. Mike Munchak, without a doubt, the best position coach the Steelers had, and it's going to be a tough loss for this team to lose him. But a lot of confidence, it sounds like, uh, that that uh, Rooney and this organization has in Sean Sarrett. The other new coach the Steelers have brought in is Terrell Austin. We talked about him the other day, uh, and he's going to be helping with the secondary a little bit. Here's what Rooney had to say about the addition of Terrell Austin. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Coach Austin is going to come in and, and uh, you know be able to contribute particularly to uh, uh, the pass defense side of our of our defense. Uh, you know, he, as you said, he's got experience as a coordinator, and, you know, a lot, a lot of good experience around the league now, and, and uh you know, I think that uh, Coach Tomlin was excited about seeing him join our staff, so we're, we're glad we have him. As I said the other day, I'm not in love with this Terrell Austin hiring. I, you know, I like the idea of bringing in a coach to help with the secondary because it was so lacking in 2018. I mean, it was you know it was adequate at best, I guess you can call the secondary. But really, when you look at their ability to play the ball, their ability to create turnovers, I mean, that was such a problem. They were one of the worst in the league in 2018, and that's got to improve over the next year. So, you know, bringing bringing in another guy to help Bradley as this secondary goes through another offseason of transformation, right? Are we going to are we going to cut Morgan Burnett and bring in another safety? I think probably they will. It could they look to to replace a guy like Sean Davis or or upgrade a guy like Sean Davis at free safety? I mean, you certainly it's certainly an option. They're definitely going to be bringing in another cornerback to compete with Cody Sensabaugh, even if they elect to bring Cody Sensabaugh back. If not, you got kind of a, you know, is it already Burns versus whatever the new corner is? Starting on the outside, I mean this 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 secondary has so many questions in it again. So I like the idea. I just you know Terrell Austin is just an uninspiring hiring to me. I, I, what has he done in his recent history? <clears throat> excuse me, that makes you believe 
that he's going to be the guy to help this secondary get where it needs to be next year. What did he do in Cincinnati in his short time there or his time in Detroit? You really have to go back to to when he was a position coach back in Baltimore. I mean, that's we were, we're talking five, six years ago. The NFL has changed a lot since then. And so, um, I, you know, and then the other worry I have with Austin, as I said the other day, is, is what is he defensive coordinator and waiting? And that's really where a lot of my worry comes with Austin because, you know, can he help the secondary? I hope so. But if he's going to be defensive coordinator and waiting, you know, that's, that's kind of where I have my problem. Uh, Rooney talked a lot about the 2018 season and what he felt like was the, the the problem there, where this team needs to improve going into 2019. Here's Rooney's assessment of the 2018 season. Yeah, it, it uh, you know it was a uh, a tough way to end the season. Uh, felt like we had a chance and and really you know came down to uh, just a few plays here and there in this season, literally at the end there. And so uh, disappointing that uh, that we didn't make it. You know, felt like we. Uh, you know, we had a team, uh, particularly the last three weeks of the season, playing well and, you know, played with some some of the playoff teams and played well against them. So uh, it's disappointing. Uh, I think the two things that if I had to pick out a couple of things that that uh, were a problem, one was our, our kicking game was below average and below where we expected it to be. And, and then secondly, uh, you know, the, the minus turnover ratio. I mean, that's always a, always a problem. You can't be... Can't be on the wrong side of that. So, uh, you know, a lot of lot of things to work on this off season, but uh, you know that uh, that was disappointing that we uh, you know we didn't make it. So for Art Rooney, there are the two biggest problems in the 2018 season were the kicking game and the turnover ratio. And uh, I'm not surprised to hear him bring up the turnover ratio. I think that was without a doubt the biggest problem in 2018. And I appreciate that he he says turnover ratio there and doesn't single out, you know, Ben Roethlisberger as turning the ball over too many times, even though he did lead the league in interceptions, James Conner and his fumble problems in 2018, and just some of the other inopportune turnovers the Steelers had late in games. Juju's fumble, Stephen Ridley's fumble in that same game against the Saints. I mean, the offense turned the ball over far too often, but and, and while that was a big problem, when you combine that with the defense's lack of turnovers and their inability to create turnovers at times, that's the perfect storm that led this team to losing so many winnable games late in the year. And so I appreciate Rooney bringing it up in that way. The turnover ratio was the biggest problem for this team in the 2018 season. But I'm, I, I am surprised to hear him bring up the kicking game in that way. Now, the kicking game was a problem. I'm not, I'm not sitting here to say, you know, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, you know, Chris Boswell was not a problem in 2018. He absolutely was. Chris Boswell was a problem in 2018. But was, when he, was he one of the biggest problems? Of the was he, was he one of the two biggest reasons why this team did not reach the playoffs, did not win the division, you know, did not get a first round bye, that kind of thing? I don't know that I'd put Chris Boswell in that category. While he did have a really poor year, there's no, there's no denying that. How many games did he, did his missed kicks directly affect the outcome? I can only really point to two. And, I, and correct me if I'm wrong here, if I'm missing one. But look, opening day against the Browns, he misses a game, he misses the game winner. Obviously, if he makes that, the Steelers win. So that that in some way is on the leg of Chris Boswell. But then I have to go all the way to Oakland. But for the next time, I can say that an outcome of a game was a as a direct result of Chris Boswell's poor play. He missed the, he missed the what would have been a game tying field goal at the end of that game, and didn't really miss it. He slipped and fell. So, you know, am I putting that on Chris Boswell's the the problems that he had throughout the year, the slip? I mean, he missed a lot of kicks. 
And we can all, the extra points he missed and the field goals he missed, he had problems. But the slip, I don't even know that I put that on him. Would Chris Boswell of 2017, who made 90% of his kicks and was so confident throughout the year, would he have slipped and fallen given the field conditions on that day? Who's to say? I mean, who's to say if he would or wouldn't have? And that's the only other game I can really point to and say Chris Boswell and then the kicking game had a direct impact on the outcome. And even in that game, that was, a, that was not a game winner. That was a game-tying field goal. I mean, I know he missed one earlier in that game as well. You know, he missed one in the first quarter. So you could say, oh, if he made both, the Steelers would have won that game. But, you know, a missed field goal in the first quarter is not a reason why you lost a the game. There's so much fo- there was so much football played after that point. Now, I, th- I think he missed that field goal. I believe it was the first possession of the game he missed a field goal. I mean, there's so much football played after that. You can't put that game on possible, especially for the first missed field goal. Now, I mean, again, if you want to say that the slip and fall is the reason why they lost that game, then okay. I, I, I can't disagree with that, although I don't know that I put that on his struggles in the 2018 season. I, there was the missed extra point against against the Chargers, which I pointed out during that podcast. It was a big momentum shift in that game. It was a big moment in that game because it allowed the Chargers to, to have a, a... They were only down by 16 and not 17. And so they were able to go for two a couple times, convert those two-point conversions, and go from being down 16 to tied in just two possessions. Whereas, if he had made the extra point, the Steelers would have still had the lead. Now, was that... But again, I believe that that missed extra point happened in the first half. And so, are we, are we really going to point to a missed extra point as being the reason why the Steelers lost that game to the Chargers? I, I Again, I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with that. Because, you know, for me, the coaching mistakes the Steelers made in so many of these games, you know, allowing these offenses to kind of, you know, uh, to, to kind of use their number one options with such efficiency late in the year. The, the Drew Brees to Michael Thomas is so easy in that game. Uh, Jared Cook against the Raiders. Keenan Allen against uh, against the Chargers. The, 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 the lack of defensive adjustments to what opposing offenses were doing, to me, was a bigger problem than Chris Boswell and his kicking. Right? I mean, the turnover ratio, 100%, you can, you can say, was a problem. The penalties this year were a bigger problem. And, and, if, and if he's saying the kicking game and, and, and working into that, the penalties in the kicking game, well, then I will agree with him 100% on that because the Steelers having to kind of start behind the chains so often on, on punts and kickoffs because of the penalties on special teams. Now, that was a huge contributor to this, to this season as well. I will agree with him on that one. But it was interesting to me to hear him talk about Chris Boswell, not, not necessarily Chris Boswell, but to bring up the kicking game in that way. It was a little bit surprising. All right, a couple more clips here from Art Rooney before we go. Uh, here is here is uh, Art Rooney discussing Le'Veon Bell and his potential future with the Steelers. Yeah, I think uh, Le'Veon's obviously in a different situation that, than Antonio in that he you know, doesn't have a contract. So, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the options are a little different in that situation. And uh, so, you know, we've got a decision to make uh, you know, probably have some discussions with his representative here in the next few weeks and kind of talk through that. So the decision that Rooney likely talking about there is the decision to transition tag Le'Veon Bell going into the 2019 season. They're not going to franchise tag him again because it gets into quarterback money at that point, but they could transition tag him. And this had been brought up earlier in the year. In fact, Le'Veon Bell told ESPN that the Steelers told Le'Veon during those contract negotiations last year that their intention was to transition tag him in the 2019 offseason. And so I guess that was back before Le'Veon skipped an entire season. Right now, you know, maybe that's a little different for the Steelers, and maybe that is the decision that Rooney's talking about there. What the transition tag will give the Steelers is the ability to match any contract 
Le'Veon goes out and gets in free agency. So he can still go out and, and talk to other teams and try to work out a long-term deal with another team. And then whatever deal he ends up working out, the Steelers have the op- option to match that and bring him back to the Steelers for the, for the uh, 2019 season. Now, whether or not they want to do that, I think the Steelers are going to be in the market for a running back in some way. And so, you know, stick with what you know, right? And the Steelers know Le'Veon Bell. They're going to be, they're in all likelihood going to be losing Antonio Brown going into next season. In fact, you know, if you had to put your, your money on it, would you put your money on Le'Veon coming back or AB coming back? I think probably neither, but you know, if you, if you said you had to pick one or the other, I would say at this point, it's far more likely that Le'Veon Bell is a Pittsburgh Steeler in 2019 than Antonio Brown is. And how crazy is that considering where Le'Veon Bell was, you know, just, I mean, we're talking about six weeks ago, he, Le'Veon Bell, one of the most hated people in Pittsburgh. And now today, you know, I'm not saying that Le'Veon Bell's got a bunch of fans all of a sudden, but <laughs> considering where AB is, uh, certainly he's in a much nicer light. In fact, if he came back, it's going to bring another playmaker into this offense. I think that might be welcomed when it comes time for July, August, and September, and this team starts playing football again. All can be forgiven if he's the same Le'Veon Bell. And so, you know, I, I wouldn't put it out of, the realm, out of the realm of possibility. I would not I would not rule out Le'Veon Bell being a Steeler in 2019, as crazy as that might have sounded a couple weeks ago. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And then the final thing, the final clip here I want to play from Art Rooney is about Ryan Shazier and his potential future with the team. Well, you know, Ryan's intention is to continue to rehab with the goal of being back on the field as a football player. And so, uh, you know, that's that's the approach we have. Um, you know, we're, we're going to continue to work with him and figure out how that works and uh, figure out, you know, the contract situation, how that'll work. But, uh, you know, he's just uh, continues to be a impressive young man who you know making progress beyond what anybody predicted he would make uh you know he was jogging in the in the uh, workout room the other day so uh he's uh, you know I, I wouldn't uh underestimate him that's for sure and and uh, you know we're excited to continue to work with him and hopefully someday he'll realize his goal now in that media scrum that he had with uh with the Pittsburgh media he also made mention or they were asking him you know how does that work would you have to sign him to a one-year deal uh, and he and basically Rooney said, yes, we have to work out some sort of contract for him as a player. So, you know, would they sign him to a one year deal, keep him on injured reserve for another year so that he can so that so that Shazier can continue working with the Steelers uh, and rehabbing that within the organization? I mean, that sounds like what Rooney wants to do. Certainly, that's what Shazier wants to do. And, that, and that's really cool of the Steelers. I, I love I love to hear that, that they're going to bring him back. You know, is is Ryan Shazier likely to play football again? As as Art Rooney says there. Don't count him out. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, a lot of people thought he wouldn't walk in. In fact, doctors thought he wouldn't walk again. And now, not only is he walking, he's jogging. Um, and he's still got this dream of playing again. I, you know, I, I will say as a fan, you know, to watch Ryan Shazier, Shazier play football again, while it would be inspiring, it would also be in some ways terrifying, right? I mean, watching, knowing what he went through, knowing that, you know, the football player he was and everything he's had to go through to just kind of live a, a quote-unquote normal life again, Um Boy, you know, it'd be really hard to watch him out there on a football field again. As inspiring as it would be to to see that, 
from him. And if he could ever play at a high level again, what an incredible, incredible story. But, you know, my hat's off to the Steelers in this organization for doing that for him, for, for trying to work out a deal with Ryan Chazier where he can stay in-house, try to work this out um, and, and, and rehab this as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Very cool gesture from Art Rooney. And then I'll end here with a couple other items from Rooney's uh, media scrum he had with that Pittsburgh media, the local media in town. He was asked about the Antonio Brown trade situation, whether or not the Steelers had fielded any offers just yet for Antonio Brown. Rooney said they had not. He was also asked if they had kind of worked out internally what they can expect compensation-wise for Antonio Brown in the trade market. Rooney said they really hadn't gotten that far either. So it sounds like the Steelers haven't really... You know, while they may be considering trading AB, they're they're not far into that process just yet. Now they haven't, you know, they have another two months to work that out, pretty much. So uh, I would expect that to kind of ramp up as the season ends and we get into kind of February, and certainly as we get into early March before the start of the league year. Remember, Antonio Brown has a two point five million dollar roster bonus, uh, so the Steelers are, are incentivized to get that AB deal done soon as the league, pretty much as soon as the league year starts. And then finally here, he was asked, Art Rooney was asked about Bud Dupree and his future with the team. Remember, Bud Dupree going into his fifth year, that fifth year option the Steelers picked up, worth $9 million against the salary cap in 2019. Is that something that Art Rooney is, is comfortable with? Do, you know, do they see him? Do they, do, do they need to work that out with Bud as far as negotiating that number down? Uh, Art Rooney had this to say, I'm not going to predict anything as far as his contract I thought Bud had he had some good games and some other games that were probably not what you would want but I think there was some good progress this year we're looking for progress from him again next year so it does sound like at least early on again we're, we're still in January but at least now the Steelers and Bud Dupree is still in their plans for the 2019 season now that could change as we start getting into free agency and the Steelers start to, to determine what players are available in free agency and it sounds like as of today, there's going to be some options there in the open market as far as pass rushers. You know, does Jadavian Clowney get franchised? Demarcus Lawrence, uh, D. Ford. You know, there are some guys who, if they get franchise tagged, and they probably will, then okay, those guys come off the board, and the Steelers are going to have little options at at edge rusher. But if if those guys are out there, and the Steelers have all this money that they can throw around. Eh, maybe that makes Bud Dupree a little more expendable. But remember, the Steelers have to make a decision on Bud Dupree. That's another one they have to make by the start of the league year. I believe Bud Dupree's contract becomes guaranteed. The $9 million becomes guaranteed as of the start of the league year. So uh, the Steelers really have to make that decision as soon as possible on Bud, and it's really going to be the same with the A-B situation. Uh, so we'll see where the Steelers end up with Bud Dupree. But $9 million, certainly too much to pay Bud Dupree for a one-year deal uh, given the, the production he's had over the last couple years. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you all for listening. If you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com, the email address. You can follow me on Twitter at SteelerCountry, and I'll be back tomorrow with Christopher Carter right here on Locked On Steelers. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.